Hey everybody, it's great to be back here on KITV and back with you wherever you are, whether it's radio, whether it's in your home. Guys, I just want to bless you. I just want to speak God's grace upon you, His power upon you, His love upon you. And I just want to thank you for taking the time to uh, tune in once again. So before we start, we're just going to pray. We're just going to ask the Holy Ghost to just come and to teach us from from the very Word of God. So, Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for your goodness and your mercy. And, Lord, I just pray that you would just release the Holy Ghost to teach us today from your Word. God, I ask in the name of Jesus that you touch, that you bless, that you teach every single person God that is listening. Within the sound of my voice, God, right now, I pray your, your mighty power upon their lives. I pray that you do miracles. I pray that you just speak to them. I pray, God, that you would just show them how much you love them. God, I pray for your filling and your Holy Ghost fire to touch them right now. In the name of Jesus, I ask, amen and amen. Guys, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And so we're going to go right into the Word. And so I want you to go to Psalms chapter 16 and verse 11. And it's, in verse 11 it says, Thou will make known to me the path of life, and in thy presence is fullness of joy, and in thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. Guys, within Jesus there are pleasures forevermore. Within Jesus, he will make known the very path of life. And so as I began to pray to the Lord and say, God, what is it that you want me to release? Um, there was a scripture that came to mind. And so then he told me, he said, now I want you to go into Ezekiel. So we, we've all heard of the story of the dry bones. And I just want to go back and look at a little bit of this story here once again. And so it's in Ezekiel chapter 37. And it says in verse number 7, it says, So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a rattling, and the bones came together bone to bone. And so many of us would recognize and understand this story that, uh, that Ezekiel had. And it was the valley of the dry bones, and basically what was there is nothing but bones. There was no life. There was nothing anywhere. But yet, he has this commandment from the Lord that says, prophesy to the bones. And so, as I began to pray to the Lord, I said, okay, well, we all know the story, God, um, or at least many of us know the story. What is it that you really want to release? Because we've been told about this so many times over and over. And he says, well, continue on. So I said, okay. And he said, continue to read. So we go down to verse number nine. And it says, and then he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man. And say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may come to life. And in verse number 10, So I prophesied as he commanded, and the breath came into them, and they came to life, and they stood to their feet, an exceedingly great army. Hmm. Interesting. So, verse number 14, as we continue to go down here, says, And I will put my spirit within you, and you will come to life. And I will place you over your own land. I was asking the Lord, what is it, God, that you really want to, to release here? So he began to speak to me and said, Stephen, I want you 
to just release my word into people's lives here. Release to them what I've been teaching to you. So I said, okay, Lord. So allow me to try to release a little bit about what the Lord was putting upon my heart. So many people would read this and they say, okay, that was for Ezekiel. That was for way back when. God gave him a commandment. So we began to go through and began to say, okay, God, everybody that's listening, you've given them a commandment. You've given them things to do. We've already talked about before in Jeremiah that he knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. Jeremiah 1 and 5. And then in Jeremiah 29, we began to talk about the plans that God has for each of us, that he has plans to prosper us, things that are good. So we all recognize that. And so I began to say, okay, God, what is it that you want to release into the people that are listening right now? Because there are some people that are going to be listening, and, and you feel right now that that is for somebody else. That is for a preacher, it's for an evangelist, it's for maybe somebody up on the platform. It's not for me. But what does this actually mean to prophesy? What was Ezekiel actually doing here? You see, because if we go and we actually look and we try and put ourselves into Ezekiel's feet, or in Ezekiel's shoes here, what we recognize is that even from the very get-go, if we go back a little bit further and we, and we look at it, Ezekiel is, or God is saying to Ezekiel, prophesy to them, do you think they'll come to life? And Ezekiel says, if you say they will. You see, Ezekiel really didn't have the confidence or the faith at that particular point in time to say, I don't know if they're going to come to life or not. But what God is saying is, Ezekiel, just do what I'm commanding you to do. And see, sometimes we just need to recognize that it's not the person on the platform. It's not the person that holds the mic. It's not the person that... It's not the, the one that's been elevated to a position of authority. It's you and I and our regular everyday life have been given things to do for the Master. And God has called us to release his anointing, to release his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. We recognize that when we go to the Lord's Prayer, what are some of the things that Jesus taught us? Is Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So right there, we're supposed to praise him. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So let's stop right there. There's a commandment for us to release the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. So when we begin to take what Jesus says about how we're to pray, the very foundational aspects of what that is, and then we go back to Ezekiel. Sometimes we struggle with, is this really going to come to reality? What's going to happen here? But watch this. When we step out in faith, something very powerful begins to happen. So we begin to recognize that as Ezekiel now is speaking forth and prophesying as God has commanded him to do so. What begins to happen? Well, in verse number 7, it says, They began to rattle, and bones came together, bone upon bone. Guys, let's go to another, another verse here. I want you to go to Psalms chapter 63. Now, we're going to talk about David here. 
And it's and I don't we'll get back to Ezekiel, but let's talk about David here for a second. So Ezekiel chapter 63, verse number one. It says, O God, thou art my God, I shall seek thee earnestly. My soul thirsts for thee. My soul yearns for thee, and a dry and weary land where there is no water. Thus I have beheld thee in the sanctuary to see thy power and thy glory. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. So I will bless thee as long as I live, and I will lift up my hands in thy name, and my soul will be satisfied with the marrow and the fatness, and my mouth offers praises with joyful lips. You see, I wanted to go back to that there for a second. Because at the very beginning of it, David has kind of this lull. He's in this dry and weary land. But what he does is he changes what he's saying, and now he starts to praise God. And he starts to say, I will praise it. Your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee, and I will bless thee. You know, that word praise right there is actually the word shabak in Hebrew. And so shabak means to shout out the praises of God. Now, maybe some of you have been taught that before. I'm not sure. But, you know, sometimes we hear that old song, uh, you know, Thy loving kindness is better than life. Thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee, thus will I bless thee. I will lift up my hands in thy name. So we kind of get a little bit of this waltz type of feeling to it. And so over the years, we've kind of had that, that nature. But when you talk about the word of God and get into that, David's not into that point. David is actually to the point of saying, no, 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 no. I'm not going to stay in this trying weird land. My lips are going to shout out the very praises of God because your loving kindness is better than life. You see, there's an element of speaking and releasing what God has put within you. And sometimes we've got to take the very thing that has been presented to Ezekiel. When we look out at the dry and weary land, when we look out at the valley of the dead, dry bones, there's something that we have to understand. We don't want to look with our natural eyes at the situation and at the circumstance. But we want to do what God has commanded us and put within us and release that because we are vessels of praise. We are vessels of mercy and we are vessels to release the power and the will of God. And it doesn't matter if you stand upon a stage. It doesn't matter if you hold a microphone. It doesn't matter if you hold a position within a church or an assembly or an organization. It doesn't matter. If you sit in, in regular pew land, you have value. If you have sin, if you've released that sound of praise that God has put within you and done what God has called you to do, I guarantee you that there is power that is released in the spirit realm. And as you begin to do those things and come into agreement with the word of God, what you're going to find is that the spirit of God is going to bring you into alignment and his power that which is in heaven will be established on earth just like Jesus taught us how to pray 
So we, we recognize that there is this up and down flow that we can feel in life. And it's not based on our feelings what God is telling us to do. So we, re we recognize that when we just looked at David, he had this lull. I'm looking in a dry and weary land. I, I, I'm tired, God. And so many times we can think of that ourselves. We're going through this life and we look and we say, I don't see the good things, God. I don't see the blessings coming to me. I don't understand where I'm at. It just feels like I'm, I've got nothing in me. But yet, no matter what goes on, I will praise Thee. And even if we go a little bit further into Psalms 103, it says this, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, and bless His holy name. O Lord, forget not Thy benefits, who pardons all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems you from the pit who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, and who satisfies you with the years of good things. You see, it's a matter of getting ourselves stirred up to release what God has called us to do. So God has called you to prophesy to, to the valley of the dry bones. That means that we need to speak out the things that God has called us to do. So if we went to a little bit further, like we just talked about, it says prophesy to the breath. Well, there's a release. There's a, there's a wind that happens here. Well, where do we see the wind? Well, we see the wind all the time and throughout the Word of God. The Word of God is, is filled with, with His goodness and filled with um, the presence of the Holy Spirit in so many different areas. But when we think about wind, I mean, the obvious one that normally we think about is in the book of Acts. And there came a sound like a mighty rushing wind that filled the house. You see, there was, there was something that began to happen. And when we look at those disciples, you know, they were just told to go and pray after Jesus ascended and that he would send the Comforter. And so when, when the Holy Ghost came, there was a sound that was released. But they had action to what they were doing. And see, sometimes... I believe that we just expect God to pour it out to us. And we're just thinking, okay, well, we're children of the Most High God. You know, we, we expect those blessings to just come down and, and just have doors open up for us. But sometimes God's saying, I want you to step out in faith. I want you to begin to, to release the word. Prophecy is something that is foretelling not fortune telling, but foretelling. So sometimes you've got to be able to speak and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to pray the very kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Well, what's the kingdom of God? Well, you've got to go back to it. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's what the kingdom of God is. So when we begin to release what God has called us to do, all of a sudden we start to see God's will come into alignment. And when you pray God's will into alignment, then you start to see his power released in your life. You start to see his power released in other people's lives. That's how you do it. It's not complicated. And too many times we make it complicated. You know, the book of uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18 says the will of God is to live a life of thankfulness. It, it, so many people were asking, well, I don't know what to do in life. I, I don't know where to go in life. I don't know what I'm supposed to, to say. The, will, the word of God makes it very simple. 
We want to live a life of thankfulness. We want to be thankful for where we are, for what we have, for what we're doing, the people in our lives. We want to thank God for His touch upon our lives. We want to thank God for His mercy upon our lives. And when we begin to walk in a mindset of thankfulness, and we begin to pray that God's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost begin to come and be established on earth as they are in heaven. God's will is released in your life. You don't need to make it overcomplicated. And so many times we try and do that. We say, well, I don't know where to go or what to do. Just go right back to the Word of God. The Word of God is, seek ye first the kingdom, and all these things will be added unto you in Matthew 6 and 33. We don't have to make it complicated. And so the one thing that the Lord really began to impress upon me is, as he gave me this word is, there is life that needs to be released. Ezekiel was commanded to prophesy to the breath. Where does the breath? The breath goes right back to the beginning of Genesis. When God formed man, he was nothing but dirt. Guys, here's the, the cold hard facts. We are nothing but animated dirt. And the only reason that we have the ability to do the things that we do is because God Almighty in His mercy reached down and breathed into the nostrils of Adam. And because God breathed, there we see life imparted. And so because God imparted life in Adam, the expectation now is that God the Creator created Adam for Adam to be creative. And so in that same manner, we who are made in his image have the ability, the privilege, and the honor to begin to speak life into our situations, life into our homes, life into our families, life into our jobs, life wherever we go. And so there's an element of prophesying, there's an element of releasing that same life. Ezekiel, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy to the breath. There's something powerful here now. The breath of God. How much more should we call upon God our Father to release His breath and His life into all those that are around us? You see, there is, there is such a joy in being able to do these things. So I want to begin to, to, to challenge you now. Because some of you, even at this particular point in time, are, are listening to me saying, okay, well, that's good, but what do I know to say? How do, how do I really know what to do here? If we were to go into uh, Philippians 4 and 8, the New Hard English Bible says it like this, Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever are honorable, things that are just, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are of good report, and if there is any virtue... And if there is any praise, think of these things. Well, why do you have to think of those things? Because if you don't think on those things, what's going to happen is you're going to be infiltrated by all the negativity, all the garbage in this world. And what that's going to do is that's going to resound through you. And all of a sudden, instead of speaking life, you're going to begin to speak condemnation and death 
and malice and jealousy and greed and all these other things that are going to steal your joy. They're going to steal your life away. But when you begin to come into agreement with the Word of God and you begin to prophesy the things that are in heaven, when you begin to prophesy the good things of God, when you begin to think upon the things of the very nature of who Jesus is and then who He's created you to be, then all of a sudden you begin to speak life and there's a perpetuation that begins to happen. And all of a sudden it begins to snowball and you start to speak on good things and no longer you see in the bad things but now you're starting to see all the potential of what could be and there's going to be people around you and they're going to and they're going to be negative and they're going to try and drag you down because they're not going to see it that way but you need to get your eyes on the one who has no limits and no boundaries and who is able to say oh that situation I can reach in and I can touch it all I want you to do is begin to proclaim my name and proclaim my word and proclaim my power in that situation proclaim my love and my mercy and my righteousness proclaim my faithfulness and as you begin to come into agreement all of a sudden you're going to be just the same way as Ezekiel was and it might be something that oh, you didn't really understand at the beginning but all you did was take a step of faith and you said okay God whatever will be if you say it shall be it shall be and so I'm just going to take that step of faith and I'm going to prophesy to those areas that need your touch I'm going to prophesy to those areas that need healing I'm going to prophesy to those areas that are broken that need mending and I know because you are the king that you have no limits that you are the one that can do all things for your word says that you are you are Lord God thou has made the heavens by the earth and by thy great power nothing 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 is impossible for thee and so when I begin to put my faith and put my hope and put my trust in the God of all creation and when I recognize who I serve all of a sudden the situation that lies before me no longer seems impossible because I serve a God of the impossible. There's not a red sea that can be put before me that he can't split. There's not a disease before me that he can't heal. For the word of God says that I am the God that healeth thee. There's not a situation, there's not a mountain that he says that cannot be moved and thrown into the sea. There's not a path that is so crooked that he says that cannot be made straight. There is no one that is too far away that God says that I cannot bring back because my power, my blood can save every single person that calls upon me. There is no devil in hell that can stop the power and the love of God. For Paul says that there is neither height nor depth, no angel nor demon that can keep him from the very love of God. The same way it is with us. And as we begin to release that which God has put upon us and the commandment to release the power, to release the authority, to release the very nature and the love and the mercy and the joy of the Holy Ghost, then there is nothing that hell can do to stop His power. And God has called you as a vessel of praise. God has called you as a vessel in His army. God has called you to be the one to, to lift up His name and to see his kingdom established on earth as it is in heaven. Guys, I want to challenge you at this particular point to just take the word of God. This little section that Ezekiel has called forth and, to, and, and just allow that to settle into your spirits. That when you go into prayer, that when you go into worship, that you just allow what God has said within his word and release that and by the sound of your voice to wherever you are, into whatever situation you're in, and Watch the power of God change and transform that situation because He is awesome in all of His ways. There is nothing that is 
impossible for him. And I'm, I know right now, I can just feel this in my spirit as I'm beginning to speak this word, that there are some people, even now, you're saying, well, that might be for somebody else. I'm going to say, no, that is not for somebody else. That is just a lie from the devil that's trying to get you to hold back your praise, that's trying to get you to hold back your tongue, that's trying to get you to hold back the thing that God wants you to be released into. And so in the name of Jesus, I break that over your life, and I proclaim the freedom and the power of the name of Jesus. And I proclaim that there is a vision that you are given that no longer just sees the deadness and the dryness, but that you now see the vision of the things in heaven, and that you see eternal life, and that you see the joy that He has for you. And that so as you begin to see that, no longer are you looking at the things in the natural, but you are seeing what God sees in you. God sees power. God sees authority being released. And God wants to use you in your situation and use you in your home and use you in your work. And so right now, before we go, I'm going to proclaim the power of the Holy Ghost in your life. And I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that there is such a release, O oh God, of your fire, uh, such a release of your power, such a release of your authority, O oh God, into everyone, O oh God, that is listening. Jesus, I ask in the name and your precious name that you will release your love to those people that are, are, are on the fence or are just don't understand what's going on. God, I pray that you would make the character of who you are such a reality in their lives. And I pray that you would make your power such a reality, O oh God, that when they begin to go to you in prayer, that they recognize that they have the, the ability, O oh God, to release your word, to come into agreement with it, O oh God. God, I thank you for each and every single one. I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you for your Holy Ghost fire, O oh God. And I speak your blessings upon everyone, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, the Word of God says this, that His Word is sharper than any two-edged sword. When you get right down to it, the word two-edged sword, the word two-edged actually, is, uh, <laughs> it, it, it actually means two-mouthed, two-mouthed. So what it actually begins to say is this, what God speaks is one side of the sword, what you speak is the other side of the sword. When there is an agreement to what God has said, and when you release that, now it becomes a true weapon for the kingdom of God. And you have the ability in Jesus' name to be able to use that for His honor and His glory in your life. And I believe that there is victory that is going to be released wherever you are. Guys, I pray blessings upon you. I thank you for tuning in. If you need prayer, reach out for prayer. If you don't know Jesus, if you're struggling, if you're, if you're hurting, then I implore you. I want you to come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. He loves you so much. He wants to walk with you. He wants to be with you. He wants to love you. He wants to care for you. He wants to bless you because he's awesome. And he, and he died for you. So I'm, I'm imploring you, come to know Jesus. Ask him to be your Lord. Ask him to wash you. Ask him to cleanse you. Ask him to forgive you. Make you whole. Make you make you a new creation in Christ Jesus that you can experience the blessings of, of his kingdom of righteousness, joy, and peace. I tell you, it is awesome. He is awesome. We give him all the praise. We give him all the blessing. We give him all the glory. And guys, I thank you for tuning in this, to this day. And I just speak a blessing on you. In Jesus' name, 